the bottom, happy birthday, that there's a little birthday cake at the bottom where the um, the different emoticons are. Oh, yeah. Uh, Where's their uh, birthday Google? cake? Yeah, if you look at the bottom, if you look at the bottom of Skype where the emoticons are, there's a little birthday cake. In oh, the I chat? didn't sit in Skype. At the bottom. The bottom. Let's see. Uh, like of the chat window or just of the... Let me... Well, let's see, because I've got... I don't see a birthday cake. I see... Well, as long as your mouse is moving. Because huh. uh, I see the the uh, microphone and the camera and the hang-up button. Don't hit the red button. Uh, <laughs> then I see the close the conversation. Uh, share screen. I see a little heart for the... Uh... Yeah, I don't see... Oh, really? oh, you know, I wonder if it's because... It's informing you guys. I should hopefully know it's my birthday. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's not for you because it's your birthday and they want us to say something. Yeah, but I something. don't see it anywhere. Yeah, you know where your emoticons are? You've got the chat and then you've got the share screen and then you've got the... It says, if you hold it, it says, it's Mike's birthday. Under more options or like no. in the chat conversation? No, oh. if you just... Oh, if I type a message? Okay, let me try that. No, no. no. If you... if At the bottom of the screen, it's mm -hmm. got four little things. It's got open conversation, share screen, then it's got emoticons, and then it has more options. I don't For see me, that. on the emoticons, there's a cake. Are you on full yeah. screen? And it, oh, yeah, I had screen. to put it to full screen. Okay, now I see. It, okay. says, <laughs> it's my, it says, it's Mike's well, birthday today. Yeah, it does. It's a where, cake, and it's rotating. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, cute. well, where, where mine has, it has a heart, so it tells me I'm not dead yet. So, okay. <laughs> You're right. still beaten. That's good to know. It's a, throb, it's a throbbing heart, so, okay. Okay. Read into that what you will. I have to tell you, <clears throat> I'm going to tell you what your birthday present is, well, <laughs> that I, okay. I can't, I can't share this. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say, I already put oh, it boy. on the notes, but I waited till today, so. <laughs> well, I didn't, I'm not putting mine on the notes until after I, <laughs> uh -oh. until after I tell them, but no, this one, I'm not going to say out loud. I'm not going to say on the, on the podcast because I don't think I could do it with a straight face. <laughs> oh boy. Um, That's the best. It sounds dangerous. Okay, now this is weird. It used to be on Skype, if you move away to a different website, you still have that little window that comes with you. Now it's gone. I huh. wish I could get rid of that window because it's always in the wrong place. Yeah, now it's I mean, gone. The yes, little floating can... window? Yeah, the yeah. little floating window so like I can see that I can still look at you guys. Right. Yeah, yeah I well, can't figure out how to get I'm it on... out of full screen mode now. I guess I could just click that. Oh, okay, that'll work. So okay. I want because I want to see your. Re All right, let me let me lower this. I'll do it this way because okay. I want to see your. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, I'm getting more this scared is... as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> this is called the Perfect Package 3.0, luxury manscaping kit featuring a lawnmower <laughs> <laughs> with a little thing uh -huh. that says "We save balls." <laughs> okay. Here comes the redness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's getting it's pinker by the second. 89 <laughs> Enjoy soft ceramic blades cutting. Well, <laughs> and, uh, it also Never comes say with... blades around balls. It scares me. <laughs> then it talks about the crop preserver, anti taping balls. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to drink work. anything else now. <laughs> I'm just going to stuff on my head. Well, as long as they don't talk about Agent Orange, I'm fine. <laughs> and it's got a free pair of anti chafing performance boxers with your order. Uh, yeah, manscaping. Yeah, I'm just thinking like a chainsaw in the Amazon forest, but you know, whatever. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's no way I could have done that with a straight face. No, so. no would have been. <laughs> I saw that and said, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I'm not that metrosexual, so... <laughs> but, I mean, uh, can you see, like, the, if you look at the pictures, it's got, it says Manscaped, Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant. I mean... <laughs> oh, oh wow. That's about as bad as Summer's Eve. God, I'm thinking, like, this has got to be... The only, you know, they're all, the only thing they're missing is a, is a bottle of poopery. <laughs> oh, my God, that was... <laughs> Wow. Got to okay. get this for somebody. Hmm. <laughs> you know, my dad's going to be turned 70. Let's see. Is it this year or next year? <laughs> well, did you look Did you look at the newspaper that the guy is yes, standing on? Yes, the magic mat. Well, it says Harry's situation. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a set of three disposable shaving mats, hilarious bathroom reader, and easy manscaping cleanup mat. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, here's a review. These products help save my marriage, and I'm not even married yet. Wow. <laughs> Marry a Welsh guy. Jeez. <laughs> the Lawnmower 3.0? Yes. I thought that the was hysterical. Oh, wow. Okay. Trimmer for groin and body grooming. Oh. There's wow. the Crop Preserver and the Crop Reviver. <laughs> Revi oh, Reviver. Do you, do you put that on your head? A refreshing ball <laughs> infused with cooling aloe vera is perfect for active lifestyles. <laughs> active lifestyles. Active. Good Lord. See, there's a reason why I gave up electric shavers and went to oh, uh, blade and, and foam because I came in once. Because it was outside. a hairy situation? <laughs> well, yeah, because I went to shave my face. Oh, okay. You know? So, and I, then I... Uh, it, and I would always get ingrown hair, so I'd throw some rubbing alcohol in it, on oh, no. it. So, Ow. well, or aftershave, whatever. Mm. Uh, and so I came in, and usually it was fine, but I came in from outside once. We had guests, so I just ran over it, fa uh, my face quick, and it was sweaty. Oh, and then I slapped the aftershave on. Oh, God. God, did that hurt? Ow. So, can you imagine doing that lower? No. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the equivalent of using gas in a match. <laughs> oh God! I hope you didn't have chili beforehand. <laughs> Well, at least this isn't old, older than dirt stuff, so that's that's a step up. Did you see the notes? I put my links in there. Oh, but I did not. <laughs> I I have sneaky, I have sneaky, four. Sneaky. I have four. Oh, she has more. <laughs> no, four. Oh, oh boy. Uh, couldn't decide. She couldn't, she couldn't stop at just one. <laughs> well, well, it's like it's like two and two. Like two of them are the same, and two of them are the same. Okay. And I had to fudge a little bit because I couldn't come in at exactly fifty-eight dollars. Uh, this one that I got is fifty-nine, and then with my Amazon points, is fifty-seven. So we'll split the difference and say that we're there. So a little well, I, didn't know we, I didn't know we were doing that price, so mine oh, is not that no, price. Fine. Well, it was either that or like you know, if money was no object, what would you get, Mike, for his birthday? I chose. Well, see, to, I found something that was close to the price. Sure, and that's why because I, I had something else I thought about putting in there because. Um, my son got uh, uh, Farm Simulator uh, 2019 for his computer, so we were talking about it. And I've got Farm Simulator for the Nintendo, and so we were comparing notes and stuff. And so, because I haven't played it in a while, and so I sat down and started playing it. And then I was looking around on Amazon today, and for 250 bucks, they have this. It's a pedal, a steering wheel, and a control panel <laughs> that you can hook up to your computer, so you could. 
you could be driving your tractor and I'm going <laughs> tractor simulator. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going shit. I My need kids this. would love that. Well, I would love oh. it too because you know I'm an old you know I'm a reformed farmer here. <laughs> so I'm sitting there thinking having this thing here because the one thing I really wish they would do and maybe they'll do it is uh, do it in VR so you can put the helmet oh. on. And so it could be like inside the tractor cab because they do give you a view from inside the cab, but it's just not quite the same as you know actually sitting there. And if you had the VR on and you're sitting in your chair and you've got the steering wheel and your control panel over here for operating stuff, I mean, you know, this would be like this would be Nirvana for me because that's part of farming I do miss is the operating the tractor because um, there, you know, and I kind of. You know, depending upon what you're doing, especially if you're doing like loader work, it's kind of like a drummer on a drum kit because one hand you're steering, the other hand you're running the controls, probably using your brake, uh, your uh, clutch to shift gears, uh, using your brake pedal to turn. So you've got all your limbs going. And, you know, when you're really kind of getting in that groove and you get going and you're, you know, just whipping things around, <laughs> everything's going good, there's that kind of, you know, buzz you get from that. And I do kind of miss that. It's kind of like um, how we should start the show. And that, folks, is how I think we should start the geekiest show ever for Mike's birthday. Oh, shit, except somebody forgot to turn on the recorder. That's okay, and Alice. that is how we're going to start. The, now I may have to get it from you and tack it on at the beginning ahead of mine. <laughs> we could do that. But I've always wanted yeah, to do so, that, though. <laughs> so, yes, because uh, yeah, yeah, Melissa's uh, kicking it off today because apparently somebody decided that we were going to celebrate my birthday on the podcast, which happens to be today. And we've already uh, started celebrating. Mm-hmm. Free yes, show yes. <laughs> we can't yeah. share. Yeah, you started talking yeah. about farming, and you said that you were an old, f and I I thought you were going to say you were an old fart, but you were talking about being an old farmer. So, yes, well, I am an old. I well, am both. getting to be exactly. an old fart. Uh, I'll, I'll fess up and I'll be honest because I have nothing to hide. I'm 58 years old today, as of February 16th. So somebody doesn't have to go look at the well, show shit, notes I to hope see so, what the date is. Because it's going to be in the show notes anyway. <laughs> yeah, that too. Well, I'll just say well, people take that... comfort, Mike. I'm older than you. <laughs> you. Okay, that makes me feel a little bit better that somebody's paved the road ahead of me. I'll just follow She's your prettier trail. Prettier than you too. Well, no, that hurts. Maybe not right now, but okay. well, just wait till I get that manscaping kit, but, <laughs> and we'll just leave that for you people You'll be to figure in out one what's place. going on. <laughs> yeah, no, talk about well, you the know, toner farming. and the spray and yeah. So yeah, that was a little pre-show conversation that I just don't think would work well on air because I don't think anybody'd be keeping a straight face because they didn't. But <laughs> uh, so yes, it's uh, so today it's all about me. Um, uh, that didn't sound too egotistical, did it? Um, well, are you no, having it's... a happy birthday? Did you do anything fun today? Eh, not too much. I went down a rabbit hole. Um, my niece had posted a video from um, the Civilian Conservation Corps um, she had come across. That, and my dad was in the in that, the CCC, uh, out in western South Dakota, uh, wiring Wind Cave National Park. So then I started going down, and they had a website there. So I'm going through the website, trying to see if I could find pictures of my dad in there. Mm -hmm. Nothing yet, but they also have records uh, of all the people that had worked there. And I did go in there, and they had an – it said O.D. McPeak from Willow Lake, South Dakota. Well, my dad's name was Orvin Stinson. So mm -hmm. they had a thing in there, you know, write us, you know, to update records or whatever. So I wrote them back and told them, uh, you know, it's Orvin Stinson. 
and um, uh, and gave him a little story um, old because Donald had a farm, but his old man. Uh, no, he hadn't bought the farm yet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was. Yeah, do you know what you just said? <laughs> yeah, bought. No, he bought the farm later. Uh, anyway, yeah, um, but he was a store clerk out there and a sound sleeper. So he was asleep one night, and somebody broke into the uh, the camp store and stole the money. Uh-huh. Well, the investigator uh, just just going to assume that since Dad was in there, he was the guilty party. And the camp commander said, no, I know this kid. He wouldn't do that. Go look for somebody else. And so he did look around, and finally he saw somebody spending more money than he should have had. Mm -hmm. And so they arrested him. But, yeah, uh, my life could be completely different or non-existent because if he would have gotten convicted and sent down to Leavenworth, because this would have been a federal crime. uh, Yeah, my life could have turned out differently. Yeah, all because when your dad was a young man? Yeah, about 21. About, uh, what was it, 30? When was he out there? About 38, I think, 1938 or so when he's out there, you know, at the height of the Depression, because um, mm-hmm. this was something that um, um, Rose, no, FDR. Yeah, FDR, Roosevelt, yeah, had started um, to, uh, you know, employ people and make improvements and stuff. So I think he did a lot of work out there, Wind Cave National Park. Uh, he helped run wires through the uh, cave for lighting and he- they help pour steps out there and make it more uh, into the tourist attraction it is now. And I think also did work at Custer state park. So, you know, like I said, I went down a rabbit hole. That was one rabbit hole. I went down, I went down several today. <laughs> and then the other one that I was talking about this pre-show too, was that uh, my son got the farming simulator game and I have one and we were talking and I went on Amazon, started looking around and I found a steering wheel, pedals and uh, control set that you could hook up to your computer so you could actually control your tractor or your equipment inside the game with these things. I'm going, you know, I'm trying to figure out how I can come up with $250 to buy this thing. I know, but I'm laughing because all of a sudden as as you're describing that, I'm picturing like the Peloton ad. Where the people are on the bicycles, but it's yeah. it's a tractor simulation. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't have pedal tractors. I outgrew them at a very young age. But so um, funny. come on, stay with me now. <laughs> oh yeah, well, or just like you know, in your uh, in come like, on, go in, back in, down, get that row again. Come on, let's go. <laughs> well, like we were talking before show, I said you know, um, when depending upon what you're doing, sometimes uh, operating a tractor is kind of like a, a drummer on a drum set because your one hand is steering, your other hand is raising or lowering the equipment. You've got your, uh, you may be clutching and you may be using the brake cut. One of the, because the tractors have two brake pedals, one for each tire. So you can lock them together or you can have it independent. So if you want to do a real tight turn, you just jam one of the brake pedals and turn your steering wheel and it'll whip it around in a real tight turn. Hmm. Uh, so you start doing things like that. And like I say, you got all your, you know, your limbs going and there's times that when, you know, you're, when you're in the groove, you know, and you're just really kind of going along is there's kind of this adrenaline rush that goes with it. So I can just see myself jamming on the pedals and whipping around down here. And I'm sure my wife would come down to see what I'm doing. And we were talking about doing this in VR because I think this would be really, for me, it'd be really sweet in VR because mm-hmm. then you could be sitting there, you could be completely immersed in the game. And uh, she would just look at me with my VR headset on, jamming <laughs> these buttons and whipping around. And I'm pretty sure she's just calling that. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, she knows me. She'll just shake her head and walk off. Go, Meanwhile, we're getting like, Apple you know, Watch whatever. notifications that Mike fell over. <laughs> <laughs> Going up that hill and flipped that tractor over backwards. And, uh, so, and, uh, and, you know, and I, um, you know, and, and to do, to do a, a little shameless plugging here, um, I talked about turning 58 on my uh, Bard on the Plains podcast, what it means to have like a fi- uh, February birthday. And I think on my upcoming one, that whenever I get around to getting it out, hopefully I started writing a script this morning and then got sidetracked. ADD, Captain Chaos. <laughs> yes, that too. Yeah. And so uh, that one is going to be about. Uh, farming and operating equipment, that kind of stuff. But yeah, so uh, if you want to go listen to my current uh, episode about, uh, um, it's called Time Stand Still, and the name of that is inspired by uh, the Rush song because Neil Peart passed away, and I read his book about taking a trip all the way across Canada, down the West Coast, down to Mexico, after his wife and daughter died, and you know, it was kind of part travelogue, part... Uh, you know, self-assessment. And so I, and I'm getting to that point too, where, I, you know, retirement's getting closer and, you say, know, you, you start had midlife to, crisis yet. Have you bought that shiny red tractor yet or what's going to happen? No, <laughs> no, I think I'm too boring for a midlife crisis. Uh, oh, that's why you need the manscaping kit. Then he won't be so boring. Uh, <laughs> if that's what it takes, good Lord, I'm really, I'm sad. Um, but uh, no, never bought the Corvette, you know, never, you know, uh, traded the, my wife in for a new, newer model or anything like that. I guess I just, um, I just, I'm, I'm kind of Lutheran. I'm just kind of like, you, you, you just deal with stuff and you don't get too excited about things. So, you, you know, you just move forward one day at a time. So uh, that's the secret nothing, to life. Nothing pops out at you as like, oh, I wonder if I, that was like an impulsive thing or. Hmm, not really. Uh I don't know anybody who went through that, to be honest. I think the closest I could say I came to some sort of, I wouldn't wouldn't call it a crisis. I would just call it running free for a little bit. After my mom passed away and um, we started getting money in from the farm trust, uh, yeah, I started buying stuff and uh now i've tapered off some finally but i did go through you know a few years of because i started looking at all the stuff i bought around here and some of it i used and some of it was those things that well i have good intentions it's a really neat idea and then just kind of and then after there. last episode we made you clean your room well i'm working on that <laughs> yeah and uh and not that anybody will be able to tell unless they hear the sound of the furnace but i do have the door shut so hopefully it won't be so noticeable i rearranged my office down here and i repurposed yeah it does well we're at sitting at a different angle here i'm at a right angle to what i was facing before um and i repurposed a couple uh wood cabinets i had and got a piece of wood and put on top and set my uh uh monitors on top and i got my microphone stand uh mounted over here so it's a better setup i'm still tweaking things now i like your uh, repurposed uh books for your your webcam stand there yeah (laughs) i had to raise it up so they weren't looking like completely up my nose i wanted to spare them some you know i give them some dignity here so i set uh catch 22 in the bible on top of my (laughs) mac mini uh i don't know that may be sacrilege i'm not sure um but it was the two closest books I could grab. And it just, just it tickles right my sense. Yes, it is. But, uh, yeah, so like I say, we're kind of rambling today. But, you know, I guess the theme is going to be kind of like things from 1962. Yeah, technology uh, that's as old as Mike. Tech, good Lord. Tech as old as Mike. 
Because you said you said we couldn't use as old as dirt, so. Well, yeah, because dirt's pretty old. I'm not that old. <laughs> so tech, well, did, tech that's as old as Mike. There we go. And I came across this. Uh, so there's a little uh, helpful information in here. I did come across this website called On This Day. Yep, so did uh, I. And I've never heard of these people. Oh, yeah, a lot of them. Um, so, yeah, I and uh, I, I would go to find who shared my birthday because, like I said, February is kind of a bleak month. So you try to find these people that are interesting that you share your birthday with. And I started looking. I'm going, oh, God, um, because uh, – Let's see. I share my birthday with, um, let's see, Ice-T. He's not so bad. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. 19, I got to get to the list here. Um, John you know, McEnroe. I'm going through like the 16, 17, 1800s. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> yeah, I don't know a lot of them. Okay, here's a bright spot. I share it with uh, LeVar Burton yeah, and the yeah. future birthday uh, in 2235 of Jordy LaForge. Um, now there's also famousbirthdays.com and you share your birthday with the weekend. Yep. And again, I don't know who these people are. YouTube star, TikTok star, yeah. Instagram oh, influencer. Geez. I'm like, Oh, well, here's Elizabeth Olsen. Who's an actress. Yeah. She's one of the Olsen twin sister. Yeah. Her um, I'm happy about both of the twins you share your birthday with. <laughs> no, it's uh, um, their sister. Oh, uh, Margot, sister. I see. Okay. Margot Frank, who I think is Anne Frank's sister. Yep. Um, Margot Hemingway. Yes, Margot Hemingway. Um, uh, Kim John. I'm Il. not sure how you pronounce it. Eel. So it, is that? Rocket Man. Well, no, Kim Jong. Is that Kim Jong Un's no. father? The father. Yeah, yeah. Un. Yeah, Un is the father. Il's the son, right? Rocket Man's no, dad. No. Well, Kim, Kim Jong Un is the current guy. Okay, so yeah, it this makes me ill. Father. Yeah, it yeah. makes me okay. ill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, th uh, there's there's a couple bright spots. Uh, Pete Willis uh, uh, from Death De Def Leopard. Which oh uh, yes yes yes. Michael and, Williams, a TV actor. Yeah, Andy Taylor from uh, Duran Duran. Duran Duran. There you go. Now you oh look at this. Uh, Black Panther was released in 2018. Okay. On this um, day, Happy Gilmore was released in 1996. Well, and like I say, on on my Bard on the Plains, I kind of go through you know uh, this list. You said the weekend, and there's also somebody <laughs> named Coffee. And I said I don't know who these guys are, but I'm never against either one of those things. So, um, you know, um, I, I try to make some jokes about February birthdays on there. Um, and and uh, Elizabeth Olsen, she played the Scarlet Witch in the Avenger movie. So a little geek cred there. Okay. And uh, Christopher Eccleson, one of the doctors from the Doctor Who series. Uh, so it's not all bad, but there's also, well, it's not bad, but I got Sonny Bono. Yes, um, Sonny Bono. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's at him right now. James Ingram. Uh, okay. Mus yep, he uh, passed away this last year. Yeah, he was like a okay. soul. Uh, Patty Andrews, one of the Andrews sisters. Um, yeah, you know, but you, if you look at February as a whole, there's a whole bunch of others there because you also got like Cheryl Crow, you got Garth Brooks, you got uh, Clint Black. Who else has February birthdays? Um, there's a bunch of them in there. So it's actually kind of an interesting month. It's just that my day is kind of like, you know, you got a rapper and you got a, um, I don't know what this uh, coffee guy, New World Music or something like that. Um, is the guy or a gal? 
No, the weekend is a weekend. Is Weekend's a guy. a guy. Yeah, he's and coffee's Canadian, a gal. Possibly. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, so you got um, uh, you know those guys, um, but you know it's kind of a you know it, it's an interesting mix. And then um, let's see if I can find it. Now I should have tried to figure out some way to bookmark it. Jill Kinmont. Uh, American skier, born in 1936. Carl Icahn, 1936, a businessman. Um, yeah, and then um, I should have tried to, like I say, find some way to today's historical events. Um, the first BB, uh, not BBC. Um, oh, um, of course, I'm trying to talk and think at the same time here. That's never successful. Oh, William Cat, he was also an actor. He was yes. born today. Greatest American hero. Yeah. Uh, Janice that, Dickinson. She used to be on um, The Price is Right. Was? I thought it well, was an American top model. Too. Yes. She was also on that, too. Um, yep. George but, Martin, NFL defensive back for the New York Giants. And the thing I'll always remember about William Catt is he was in that TV show, American America's Greatest Hero, which mm -hmm. premiered on the same day the, that Reagan was shot. So that was kind of like there was a little uh, a slight kerfuffle about that because you have a show called that on the same day that, uh, that Reagan shot there. Some people were a little weirded out yeah. by that. Um, of course, I can't find it here Looks when like I'm the looking Beatles for Beatles on the Ed Sullivan show appeared for the second time. Yeah. Um, uh, bullet. I'm trying to find it. First bulletin board service opened up in, uh, I think it was New York on this date. Oh, here's a big one. Ma I can never say his name correctly. Maharshala Ali, 1974. He was I've born. heard he of was him. He's the actor. Yeah, he's an actor in Moonlight. Green, he won, uh, I think he won the Oscar for both movies. I know he did for Moonlight. And I think he did for Green Book, but I could be wrong about that. And he was also in uh, True Detective, The Last True Detective. On HBO. How many were there? Because I only ever saw the first one and I couldn't get into the second I want to say there was either three or four. I watched mm -hmm. the first one. The second one I couldn't do. This yeah. third one I watched. Blah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't care for it. Well, and here's a little. Uh, the last MASH Mobile Army Surgical Hospital was decommissioned in 2006 on this day. Hmm. Um. Well, let's see her now. Weddings of Interest, 1967. Hairdresser and businessman Vidal Sassoon mm -hmm. married Beverly Adams. Country singer Tammy Wynette <laughs> married George Jones. Wow. She was 26. <laughs> he was 37. Mm -hmm. um, Famous I, divorces. I, Lee, I... Lee Majors and Farrah Fawcett divorced 1982. Jane Fonda and Tom Hayden separate after 16 years of marriage, 1989. This all happened on this day? On this day. Huh. Divorce of interest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because it was right after a Valentine's Day. <laughs> they were like, ah, screw you. You didn't give me the right chocolates. Yeah. yeah. Goodbye. See ya. And, <laughs> and something I'm calling uh, NBC's birthday present to me, and I won't be able to watch it till tomorrow, um, but uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist is... Um, uh, it they've had a pilot episode out, but it premieres tonight on NBC, and I've watched that, and I'm kind of excited about it. Did you uh, like it? I saw I, that. Uh, 
I didn't really like it that much, but I figure I'm going to give it a couple of episodes before I make a final decision. Well, and you see, for me, I've always considered music to be the soundtrack to my life. And if something like that was to happen to me, I'd be sitting there going, cool. Um, so the basic premise is this, uh, uh, this Zoe, what's the actress's name here? Um, Jane Leedy. Uh, okay, yeah. She goes, uh, her dad has um, um, Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, um, ALS. 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 I wanted to say LDS, but that's the uh, the Mormons. Um, okay. Yeah, ALS. Uh, and so she's worried. She goes in to have an MRI, and while she's in the MRI machine, an earthquake strikes while uh, she's listening to music because she's kind of freaking out anyway about being in the MRI. And suddenly all this music somehow like gets magically transported into her head or whatever. It's one of those things. Don't pick at it. Just go with the flow. Yeah, maybe, it's fine. Maybe Kevin uh, shouldn't listen to that part. <laughs> Yeah, playlist is longer than three songs. Yeah, you, you might have a problem with that. But then uh, she's walking down the street, and she turns to somebody, and this person turns to her, and they start singing uh, "Help" by the Beatles, and oh, you know, and so it's like she can see into people's heads and see what they're thinking uh, using songs and such. Oh God! Um, wow. Well, yeah, but like I say, for me, this I find this interesting because I yeah, like you music. Think this is cool, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, because I express myself with music quite a bit. I'll listen to songs that kind of, you know, set my mood and this kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm into it. I'm probably the only person that is. Who knows? We'll see how well it does. I hope it does, stays on for a while. But, uh, and, you yeah, know, they break into song and dance. Oh, it is. I, I think it is anyway. Because there's a lot of times I express myself with, you know, music and the stuff that I'm listening to. So, like I can say, it's kind of a hokey premise. And it's the reason... Uh, an excuse to do a song and dance, you know, routine on the uh, television. So, you know, whatever. Cause and was it the, there are two of the characters in that show. One is from Glee and one is from Pitch Perfect. Okay. So those and, are both, so, you know, music sure. shows. And I'm aware, I'm aware of them, but I've never really watched them. Oh, um, I was devoted to Glee. Uh, I got into that one. Yeah. Oh, the first season I loved, but after that it kind of went downhill. But I watched, I watched it all. And actually, the good thing about Glee that I really liked, and also about American Idol, which starts in a few minutes uh, for this season, is that season it exposed me. Season number one hundred twenty-seven. Like what? I forget. <laughs> I think this is the third, the second or third year it's going to be on ABC instead of Fox because it was on Fox all those years. Then it was not on for maybe it's two be on years, for what? and then ABC picked it up. It's gonna oh, be it's been on for like 16, 13 years no, or so. it's longer than that because I remember watching it with my roommate at the time. And it was when Nate and I had first met. And we've been married for 15 years in July. So it's going on like 16 years now. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. Time. It's been a while. Um, but the thing that I liked about Glee and American Idol is that when they're singing, it introduced me to songs that I had never heard before. Oh, that yeah. I said, wow. So I went and I listened. Like, like I'm not a fan of, say, um, Radiohead or Coldplay. But on Glee, they did Creep and they did The Scientist. And I said, wow, I really like those songs. And I looked them up and I listened to I Coldplay and I listened to by um, Radiohead. And I bought them both. Yeah, wow. And, and the same thing happens with American Idol. I'll hear this song that I never heard. Love it by the person performing it. Go look it up and listen to it by the original artist. And then I end up buying it. Uh, yeah, I can see how that happens. I have a client who likes to watch The Voice, and then she gets and she's in her eighties, and she likes she loves that show. And then she learns about new music, and then she wants to go look into it. Yeah, 
So those that's what I really like about those. I don't watch The Voice, but it's the same idea. Well, and I have this weakness for the Got Talent shows, either America's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I and like that those. was the other thing, too. Uh, Amanda Holden on Britain's Got Talent shares my birthday also. Uh-huh. Um, Is she but, the blonde-haired lady? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, and I don't watch the whole shows. I just go on YouTube and watch the clips and watch the, you know, the 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 golden buzzers and yeah, all the, you know. Yeah, that's what I do. The, yeah, the tear-jerker stuff. Short attention span theater version. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Because, yeah, I don't. You know, America's Got Talent. There was, I forget, maybe it was Britain Got, no, no, it was America. And But I know Simon was on. Simon Cowell was on it. And there was a young girl, maybe 15 years old, who had um, some sort of, if I remember correctly, she had a birth defect in her Spoliosis arm. or her arm. Okay. She had something with her hand. I mean, a pretty, you know, pretty young girl. And she sang Blown Away by Carrie Underwood. Okay. She knocked it out of the park. You know, I think my kid said, oh, you got to watch this video. So I watched it. Hadn't heard that song. That's another example where I listened to my favorite Carrie Underwood song is Blown Away. Okay. You know, uh, so I love the discovery of it. Yeah, there's a song. And then, you know, for me, it's kind of the stories. You know, they, they have the people on there. And, you know, they're going to play it for uh, emotional impact. But I they'll get sucked into this. So they had a dance troupe on there. And one of the girls said that this was going to be her last dance because she had to go in and have spinal surgery. Cause she had like scoliosis. And, um, so when they went to do the dance number, it was a beach theme one. So she had a bikini on. So she took her, her top off and you could see, you know, her spine, you could see that it was, and, but you know, they did a, and it was in, you know, an inspiring song. Um, uh, was it, Fight song, I think they were singing it too. Is that the name of it? Uh, this is my fight song. Um, anyway, uh, it's oh, yeah. one that I, I've heard of, but I can't, you know, quite uh, name it. But so they they do that, and you know, it's an inspirational one. And I did they get a golden buzzer? But I know they got like a standing ovation, and you know, Simon I think was kind of brought to tears, and uh, you know, it's the emotional ones I like, and uh, especially the ones where they can make you know Simon. Uh, tear up a little bit because they they had one on there about a guy had taken uh, now of course the name of the song escapes me had had taken this song and uh, uh, slowed it down uh, and was telling a story about how his friend had uh, had died and that one really you know really got to uh, uh, Simon he was actually speechless uh, when they went to do the thing and he just uh, uh, just kind of sat there and nodded, and you can see that really got to him. So, yeah, it's those, I, I like I say, Captain Chaos here, ADD kid. Uh, I like the short clips and uh, that kind of stuff, and I can get sucked into that. And then I've also discovered British comedy shows. Um, Eight out of ten cats seems to hold my interest. That's the name of a show. Eight you know. out of ten I've cats? I've heard of that. Yeah, it's, uh, oh, I it's kind of... Well, it's uh, it's a part game show, part comedy. Uh, the, it, the, there's two things. You get um, – they pull out these letters. You randomly pick – or somebody randomly picks these letters up, put them on there, and you have to – it's like Scrabble. Make the longest word you can out of these letters. So you get points for that. And then the second part of it is math skills. So they will have these numbers come up there and a target number. So you have to take these numbers – and through a series of, you know, 
you know, mathematics, uh, maths, as they call them, because they put the S on the end of it there in England. Uh, so you can have like two times three in parentheses, plus this, minus that, whatever, you know, whatever it takes to get to that number there. And so, um, you know, but a lot of the time they're just making uh, jokes and doing, you know, weird and strange things. And I just like, and for some reason I find English humor interesting um it's definitely quirky. different did you like uh, <laughs> are you being served and monty python and stuff like that uh to a certain extent we watched i remember watching you know are you being served yeah, way back when we lived in the country well yeah and because when we lived in the country we only got like you know three stations and some of the mm -hmm. stuff that we, we got into that because deb has two pen pals in england mm -hmm. uh one she's had since she was in junior high Aww. so we so we have this connection with England to begin with. And so we're watching this stuff. So we kind of share their culture a little bit. And uh, yeah, so we'd watch some of those and Benny Hill. Yeah. Our, Benny Hill. Um, what were we'd watch? Yeah, are the, you being all the served? Inappropriate and... things that I watched when I was a kid, but I turned out just fine. Oh, my mother oh, yeah. loved Benny Hill. <laughs> that I was actually, I actually watched one. I couldn't get into with my grandfather, like late at night when we'd sleep over <laughs> that and the Muppets. Oh, God, I have the Muppets. Hmm. <laughs> that that video I was talking about, it's the X Factor, not America's Got Talent, 2013. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Page. Mm -hmm. So she was she was great. Um, yeah, and I'm trying to – we'd watch Are You Being Served? And then there was another one about this uh, uh, kind of middle-class lady who was always trying to rise above her station, and I'm forgetting the name of – that one. She's always trying to be the the posh. Oh, the one uh, with the pastor. Is it? Uh, it could she, be. She was always. She was always. Uh, oh gosh. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think I know and, what you mean. And uh, her, uh, her husband was bouquet. It's bouquet. It's pronounced bouquet. Something like that. Yeah, she was. Oh, yeah. She was Mrs. always trying Bucket. to do the. Yeah, there we go. Bucket. Nunsulate that carefully. Um, yeah, and uh, her husband was kind of henpecked and was always going along with her weird ideas and yeah but so we'd watch some of those and keeping up are you watching it on a are you watching on acorn or youtube videos or what the oh the comedies yeah pbs uh well back then we watched it all on pbs because that was our only choice um mm -hmm. uh, and i haven't watched those things in years but the the co british comedy stuff uh it started coming up on youtube i don't know not youtube facebook um and <clears throat> And I just kind of rolled with it. I'm going, oh, these are kind of good. I I don't know. I I must have. Oh, maybe. And I don't know if there's a, a tie-in between Facebook and YouTube, because uh, I know I would watch some of the uh, British got uh, Britain's Got Talent stuff. So maybe they figured, well, if you are interested in this, you might also like this. So they maybe started throwing things at me, and I just kind of clicked on it. And uh, yeah, keeping well, up appearances. I used to watch this. It was the vicar. Oh, yeah. She was always trying to impress the vicar. That's why I meant what I meant by when I said pastor. Oh, okay. She called him the, the vicar. Yes. And her long-suffering and... husband, <laughs> Richard. <laughs> yes, that's it. And you know, it's oh man, it's probably been twenty, thirty years since we've watched those. But I still, you know, remember a lot of that. And um, are you being served? The uh, well, of course I might remember her name. The old lady that was in there, the old store clerk. Uh, Always talking about uh, uh, going the, home. The pink or the blue hair? 
Yeah, her. Uh-huh. Going home and petting her pussy. Uh-huh. And <laughs> her cat. Just uh-huh. so nobody has a heart you... attack here. We know what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they would always slip those jokes. And I just don't know if... I mean, they aired them over here, but I don't think you could get away with making those sort of jokes on American TV. Because um, we've always been rather... Well, except for maybe late night stuff, we've always been kind of uptight about uh, those uh, that type of humor. So maybe that's why I like the British stuff because they're just kind of like, um, and the the uh, it's eight out of ten. Uh, uh, a lot of this British humor that I've been watching, uh, it's uh, NS uh, NSF stuff because they will swear and uh, a lot of that stuff. Um, Oh my God! Did you guys ever watch Mrs. Brown's Boys? Oh, I never heard of it. Oh no? God! Look into that one. That one's like you so funny. Like you can't breathe while you're laughing. Kind of funny. Oh <laughs> man. Well, and I think maybe uh, maybe the gateway was uh, I probably saw a clip from the Graham Norton show, and um, which is a, an interview show, and it was talking to somebody, and so maybe that uh, is what led me to watch all this. Uh, all uh, all these shows, but uh, you know, uh, you know that's kind of my weakness uh, there. So I should have clicked on that. <laughs> uh Oh, you going down your own uh, rabbit hole? Yeah, 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 you gotta, yeah I'm looking at a later. video of it. Agnes gets herself into a sticky situation. I'm not even going to say what the the picture is. <laughs> this one's Mrs. Brown's bikini wax. Mrs. Brown's voice. <laughs> this is one of the good ones. Oh yeah. I haven't thought about that in a long time. It's on BBC mm-hmm. One. Yeah, it's a BBC One. I think I get that station. You'll have to watch this later. I wouldn't watch it now if I were you. You'll be thinking about Mike's other gift. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, okay. Yeah, this one. Mrs. Brown in the condom. This doesn't uh-huh. sound... <laughs> this is a good rabbit hole for you to go down later. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I found the one with the sticky situation. Oh, good Lord. If you like Mrs. Brown's voice, you're my kind of people. <laughs> I don't... Uh... It's funny. You'll, you'll, you'll yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to see if... This doesn't look familiar, so I don't know. Maybe I haven't seen this one. Maybe more have. things that I... Sh- well, more things I'll have to add to my list of things that I should get around to watching sometime. That's a growing list. I just... What what I need to do is just play Farm Simulator because that one is mm-hmm. I don't have to have a hundred percent concentration for, mm-hmm. so then I can watch videos. That's when I've caught up with a lot of my video watching was doing uh, something like that or Minecraft, um, something where I don't have to be on the lookout for things shooting me all the time. So um, yeah, I do need to play some different games and like I say, catch up on my TV viewing while I'm at it. Well, you know what. Um the uh, the kind of technology that you use to play those video games was actually ushered in in part by an inventor from 1962 in the year that you were born. I uh, was doing some research on my own and I learned that the red LED was invented Ooh. in 1962. Did you know about that? No, I didn't. Well, when did the uh, blue one get invented then? Oh, I haven't looked that up. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> but it came sometime after that. <laughs> but I started researching uh, the, the man who invented it. His name is Nick Holonyak Jr. And uh, in 1962, when he went to work for GE, he was uh, not doing what he was supposed to be doing and messing around and discovered that he could uh, make this, this uh, light emit from these crystals. 
and the rest, as they say, is history. So then I started looking at all kinds of LED things. Yeah, well, and you know, and like I said, I don't know if I, you know, well, obviously I'm not going to remember the tech from 1962, but I can remember it from my young childhood. And you know, black and white TV was a a thing because um, we didn't get our first color TV. I think until. I think it was 69 or something like that. Um, uh, record players, mm -hmm. you know, some of these, you know, some of these things now, you know, uh, almost want to make a time capsule. Well, my kids are familiar with vinyl records and they're, you know, making a comeback. So, uh, well, playing know. mine today. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, sometimes old becomes new again. I don't think that'll work for me, but for other things it might work. Um, but, um, uh, uh, well, mom had a ringer washing machine back then. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you put your, uh, it was a big tub and you put your laundry in there and there was a, uh, agitator that went back and forth. And after you got it washed, you took it out and you ran it through the ringer to squeeze the water out. And then, um, you would go hang it on the line or maybe you'd uh, throw it in the, uh, uh the dryer. Did we have, no, I think. And when, I was just going to ask you, did you have, did you have a dryer growing up? When those uh, in vogue. I'm trying to remember. I remember mom washing. She had to, I don't know if she had a dryer. I do remember, um, I think when her parents passed away, she got some money. So she uh, went out and bought a Speed Queen uh -huh. uh, match washer those. and dryer set. And she had the fancy dryer with a little foot pedal that opened the door. So you'd step on that oh. and the, the door would open up. I always found that fascinating We were as best a kid. friends with a washing machine geek. You know, everybody has their, their passions and stuff. And this guy in particular is a, a geek about washing machines. So we've had several different washing machines around here. And we've even had people come over to check them out and <laughs> had a little party surrounding just washing machines. And, oh, yeah, we had the uh, we had the ringer washer and, and everybody brings stuff over to wash in it. Now here you can get uh, away with drying stuff outside. So it dries in like five minutes. <laughs> Who needs a dryer? Well, <laughs> yeah, what do you? Yeah, you, you, your uh, your country is a dryer. Mm -hmm. um, you, you probably need to put more humidity into the air out mm -hmm. there. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, things that happened in 1962. Oh, there we go. The people's history. Uh, I just think this oh. is fascinating. I started watching. I put in the sh in the show notes. I put a link to uh, a video where they interview him. I think it's kind of a commercial for a university, maybe one that he attended or something. So you kind of just skip past a lot of that stuff. But there's interviews with Nick Holinyak, um talking about technology and lighting and stuff like that. It just it seemed pretty interesting to hear him talk about how far we've come. I mean, if you think about those tiny little transistors, I mean. In in your fifty eight years of life, we've gone from from not having anything to having these little semiconductors to having these these screens that we hold in our hands. It's just pretty mind blowing, I think. Uh, yeah, and I uh, in, I think it was on the twentieth of uh, February. Uh, John Glenn is the first American to circle the Earth. Um, that I don't have sixty two. Yeah, uh, like four days after I was born, because mom was still that back then. I think they stayed like a week in the hospital before they yeah. sent you home. Uh, you know, and it wasn't like uh, two hours later and they kick you out the door um, like they do nowadays or whatever it is. But so she was still in the hospital, and that was all the big talk that back then was about uh, John Glenn circling the uh, the Earth, the first American, because the Russians had beat us in the space and had kicked the uh, space race into. Uh, 
into high gear. Um, so, um, oh, this is a cool uh, wiki page, uh, 1962 in science. The Mercury program. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, while aboard Friendship 7, John Glenn orbits the Earth three times in four hours and 55 minutes. The Ranger. Yep. So lots yeah. of space stuff happened. The Mariner program. Um, yeah, and I found this other one, thepeoplehistory.com, 1962. Um, May 19th, Marilyn Monroe sings Happy Birthday to President Kennedy. Oh, there we go. That which made for a lot of juicy gossip. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Happy uh, birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> a much uh, imitated and, and mm -hmm. or murdered uh, meme. Absolutely. Maybe one of the first memes. Could be. Uh, okay, here's something near and dear to me. Uh, the first episode uh, when Spider-Man first appeared in comics. Uh, in June, Amazing Fantastic number 15. Uh, I've always had this thing for Spider-Man because when I was growing up, my brother, who was in college at the time, uh, would come home and he'd bring his, his comic books with him. So we'd sit there and read Spider-Man together. So um, one mm -hmm. of those family bonding moments. Oh, in August... Um... J.C.R. Licklider begins to refer to the intergalactic computer network, effectively conceptualizing what will become the Internet. Oh, and this is another one I wondered about. I wonder if, if you knew anything about this. Um, again, this is J.C.R. Licklider. I'd have to look him up. Co-presents a paper on online man-computer communication. And I wonder if that has something to do with, like, the man pages in the terminal? Uh, could be. Um yeah, because man, well, I'm not going to try and mansplain here, but um, <laughs> man would be short for manual, but, uh, uh, you know, RTFM, read the friendly manual or friendly substitute manual. a different, yeah. friendly, yeah, substitute a different R in there, or different F oh, in there. Oh, is that the French manual? Okay. Uh, you know, sometimes you speak French when you're mm -hmm. looking at it, but uh, um, no, it could well be. Uh, oh, first Walmart opened up. Really? Hmm. Yes. Uh, opened Beatles by Sam top, Walton. Beatles topped the British rock charts with Please Please Me in 1963. Yeah, and I think, uh, yeah, I think you mentioned that already. On this date in 64, the Beatles made their second appearance on mm -hmm. uh, Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan, yep. yep. 1968, uh, Elvis Presley receives a gold record for How Great Thou Art. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, oh, the first, first Motel 6 opened up, and they'll mm -hmm. leave a light on for you. <laughs> Also in 1968, this is today, this is on February 16th, 1968, Beatles George Harrison and John Lennon and their wives fly to India for a transcendental meditation study with the Maharishi Yogi. And then 11 years later, in 1979, George Harrison releases Blow Away. Okay. Well, and uh, some TV culture for all of 62. Um the uh, Beverly Hillbillies premiered, oh, and wow. the Dick Van Dyke Show. Oh, oh! I used to watch them both. Yep, and Johnny Carson be uh, begins as presenter on the Tonight Show. Hmm. Uh, popular movies from '62 would be West Side Story, Spartacus, mm -hmm. El Cid, Lawrence of Arabia, and To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, I watched Lawrence of Arabia. In, I don't know, maybe December. I taped it. Oh my God! It took me like. 
four different sittings <laughs> to watch it. It was horrible, mm-hmm. besides mm-hmm. the fact that it was incredibly long. It was about right. a four-hour movie. Four? I thought it was... It was, it, it felt, maybe it felt like four days. I don't know if it, it was just, it was, and he won, I think Peter O'Toole won best actor or something. It was awful. Hmm. Like I said, I'm going to power, I'm going to power through it. took place in that year. Let's see. Um, 12 European countries formed the European Space Agency. Um Let's see. Ninety uh, percent of households own a television set in '62. Hmm. Okay, that's. I th- what was the per- I, what's the percentage? Ninety. Hmm. That seems awfully high. Yeah, that does. It does. Well, I mean, so when did it first come out? Was it in the, in the fifties, fifties, late fifties? Like, I wonder. Hmm. I, uh, I'm just, I'm just curious how long it took to catch on to that percentage. Well, let's see here. First. Uh, commercial TV. And I'll let Google correct my spelling. Uh, first television commercial aired on ni- in 1941. Okay. Uh, was- the first, world's first television stations first started appearing in America in the late 1920s and early 30s. The first mechanical okay. TV station was called W3XK. Let's see. That station aired its first broadcast on July 1928. Okay. The first TV was invented in 1927. Hmm. Okay. And TV became popular in the 1950s. Okay. Yeah. Because I was going to say, this stuff may have been invented, but I just don't remember it being too big a thing, you know, yet. I think it, it took off after... My recollection would be that, or my understanding would be that after World War II and mm-hmm. the soldiers came home and there was, and, you know, the post-war boom was going on that they, you know, TVs started, you could buy them and take them home and, you know, and watch them. So it became a luxury item. Excuse me. To, but that's uh, when to you buy. had all those sitcoms. So, you know, you had I Love Lucy and I can't remember what other shows were from the 50s, but you had all those popular 50s shows. Yeah, and the worst part is a lot of those shows from the some of those early TV shows, uh, some of that is gone because, especially like, uh, oh, you know, because at that point it would be what the Tonight Show with um, who was before? Oh, Carson? Jack Parr. Jack Parr. Yep, you've some... got Gunsmoke, Father Knows Best, The Honeymooners, Perry Mason, Leave It to Beaver. I thought Leave It to Beaver was the '60s. You had Make Room for Daddy, The Jack Benny Show, Ozzie and Harriet. The Lone Ranger, The Rifleman. I watched oh, I, some of these. Oh, I remember The Rifleman and, yeah. and Lone Ranger. I didn't watch Lone Ranger. I used to watch The Rifleman. Uh, that was uh, afternoon TV fair um, because I would come home from school and would watch that. And sometimes they would have a few cartoons on there like uh, Barney Google and, oh, what else was it? They would have some shows, you know, because they were filling in. This is before... You know, they had like 24-hour programming, so a lot of the syndication stuff they would put on there to to fill in the time until it was time for news or for prime time or whatever. So, um, right. you know, and, well, you know, talk shows were a thing, too. I wonder honeymooners. If this, little, this little blurb. Oh, I remember the Honeymooners. I it was only on for 39 from... episodes. Oh, really? I thought it would have been longer than that. Yeah, I did, too. I used to remember how Alice complained about having to do all the housework, and they had one room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
And and wasn't that uh, the the beginning of like sitcoms and stuff like Laverne and Shirley and stuff like that, where they were filmed that kind of a way and on that kind of a set? Well, well Laverne, that wasn't until the seventies. Yeah, I know, but I thought that, that kind of like paved the way from it for it. It was like modeled after that somehow. Oh, uh, was, what was there was something else? There was some other TV show that was really popular and it was modeled off of the the Honeymooners. Um, company? Are you talking about I Love Lucy? Because no, I Love the, Lucy the used the multi-camera. The Honeymooners. It may, yeah, maybe that was at the multi-camera uh, maybe. technique used in the Honeymooners was, you know, used in other, uh, on a sound stage. And um, was they filmed in front of a audience? I don't think they I'm were. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, I can't imagine it that it tra- would be. Yeah. Uh, I remember growing up with a, a picture. There must have been an autograph or something on it, but there was a framed picture of the Honeymooners, and I guess they were... They were leaning out of a, a train window or a bus or something, and they were oh, yeah. waving. Do you remember that that picture? That was yes. framed yes. and hanging in my grandparents' dining room. And I kind of think that maybe like they might have gotten an autograph or something from one of the actors, because I don't know. Oh. I can't think of why else it would be framed. There, there was, must have been something special about it. I have to go see if I can find that out, because I'm pretty sure it's still hanging on the wall to this day. I'll have to ask why. why was it framed and hanging on the wall. Something about that. Okay, well, how the Honeymooners invented the domestic sitcom. Um, Let's see here. It was performed live using kinescope technology. Hmm. Let's see, yeah. Uh, It was was a primal domestic sitcom. One basic set, no production values, no big-name guest stars, no cute kids or animals, and barely a supporting cast. Um... Yeah, I said for many years when I Love Lucy was uh, the all-time syndication champ, uh, the Honeymooners was regarded affectionately as the crazy uncle living in the attic. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, yeah, when you stop, think about it. I mean, it's been a long time, so I'm really digging back here. But, yeah, I remember it was like one room. uh, Mm -hmm. I don't think they went too many other places. Um, They would probably set up, have something some other set set up so it wasn't just like one room all the time, but most of it was like in their apartment and, and things like that. But, and, uh, uh, and I do remember, I think it used multi-camera. Yeah. In fact, I'm looking at a picture of it. There's three cameras. Okay. Um, Yeah. So that set the stage for a lot of modern, you know, sitcoms that use those techniques now. Uh, and it was all based on on performance, really, because you didn't have, like they said, no cute kids, no guest actors. So you had to go in there and you actually had to perform. Um, and they were all, you know, great performers. Jackie Gleason, uh, Art Carney. Um, um, oh, shoot. The, the, the two women, I'm trying not to shortchange them, but my mind is blanking out on me now but you know they were they all had to go in there and they had to perform they had to make it believable meadows yes i love to watch live performances of comedies and and my favorite favorite thing is like if they if they one of the other actors cracks one of them up and they like lose their lines or their character or something i just i don't know maybe it's a bit of schadenfreude but i just think this is interesting because it says here this is the wikipedia page it says they never fully rehearsed their episodes because jackie gleason felt rehearsals would rob the show of its spontaneity Hmm. But because of that, mistakes were often made. Either they forgot their lines or they recited them incorrectly. 
So to compensate, what the cast developed was visual cues for each other. For example, Gleason patted his stomach when he forgot a line. And Meadows would glance at the icebox when someone else was supposed to retrieve something from it. (laughs) Wow, that's cool. Now now I just want to go back and look at that. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And go, yeah, that's what they're doing. Because I can picture that. I can picture him patting his stomach like that. Uh Um, Yeah, because I've heard that... uh, uh, yeah, I think Jackie Gleason never liked to rehearse, like you say, because it, you know, uh, you know, kind of robbed spontaneity. Um, because you know, some of this stuff, I, you know, I've mentioned it here before, and you, you guys think I'm a little crazy, but Gilbert Gottfried has a podcast that's actually interesting. <laughs> I know, I keep uh, meaning to listen to it. Yeah, and it's actually good because they talk to, uh, uh, you know, uh, he goes and finds the. Uh, the old Hollywood people that have the stories to tell that kind of get overlooked. Well, not all of them are old, but mm-hmm. I mean, uh, cause they had, um, Oh, um, I'm trying to look up his show here. So, uh, here I remember, uh, Jackie Gleason being in a lot of movies and stuff that I watched as a kid. Like, uh, wasn't he in cannibal run or wasn't yeah. he in something with Lonnie Anderson? Yeah, and, yeah. And then he was in and then then I think he played the father of Titus on a show called Titus. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember yeah, I remember was it Jack Titus? What was his name? Yeah, so I think he also think was Titus in was The Color of Money. Mm-hmm. Or not the Color of Money, the one the one before that. The one uh, oh. or wasn't he in one with Richard Pryor? But I just remember he was a pretty prolific actor in in my childhood. I, I remember when he he got cancer and died or something. Okay, like it was a big um, deal when he passed away. So um, yeah, Gilbert Gottfried has had uh, Eric Roberts on, uh, Paul Reiser, Mary Lou Henner, mm. uh, Kenny Loggins. Uh, they did a forty fifth anniversary salute to Blazing Saddles. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that, that was. Uh, that was hilarious. Uh, the toy. Our... He was in. He was in the toy with Richard Pryor. I had. To, I had to find that. <laughs> Do you remember okay. the toy? Oh yeah, I remember. Oh yeah, uh, boy. Smokey and the Bandit. Ago. That's what you're thinking. Okay. Of. Yep. Yeah. That was, that was the toy. Smoking and the Bandit, and it was um, the Hustler. Mm-hmm. The Hustler, which the the sequel was The Color of Money. Hmm. Oh. Okay. I didn't. That that was an actual sequel. Huh. I did not. Uh, I did not know that. Um, yeah, and I'm. Oh, this one looks interesting. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey talks about TV turkeys. <laughs> this could be fun. Uh, oh yeah, uh, the follies of Fred Silverman, the humbling of Jackie Gleason, and the shortest running sketch show of all time. Hmm, that actually sounds. I might have to go uh, discover some more of these. Um. Well, what other tech do you remember from your childhood that, that you know that might have come oh, out since you Lord. were born? Oh, since I was born? Um, well, I'm thinking of the ones that, well, has maybe kind of gone away. Okay. Um, because I'm thinking of things like, um, you know, so I'm, you know, again, I'm at that age where I'm starting to get reflective and thinking back, uh, you know, longingly in the uh, at my youth at the time, which really kind of sucked. But now I can look back <laughs> through it, rose-colored glasses, and it looks better. Um, things like a, a meat grinder. Mom would have a hand crank meat grinder that you, you know, you 
uh, screwed onto the side of the table and you'd mm-hmm. stick things in there and grind mm-hmm. it up. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it hasn't quite sausage. gone. Yeah, it hasn't quite gone away, but it's gotten modernized a lot more now. Mm-hmm. And I can remember one time um, we had we bought had bought a farm and it had uh, horseradish growing on it. So mom thought it'd be a neat idea to dig some of them up and take them home and grind them up and make horseradish sauce out of them. Hmm. What we did not realize was Uh-oh. that when you grind up horseradish, it puts out Uh-oh. gas, yeah. like tear gas. Yeah. It drove us out of the house. Yeah, that, that oh, happens wow. here with my husband and his green chilies. Oh, my God. We all start like, all because you, you can't see it, you can't smell it, but all of a sudden you start coughing. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. And I think we ended up going out, uh, setting it up out in the yard and grinding it up <laughs> out there just because, you know, it, it was so potent. Oh, and, I mean, we were, the tears were streaming down our face and, you know, and everything Make else. Your own but, home tear gas kit. <laughs> uh, it, you, you could have if you could have figured out how to package it stuff wow. or just take the horseradish and throw it at people. But, um, you know, like I said, ringer washing machines, have they, they have gone away. Um, mm-hmm. Although I'm surprised, you know, I wonder, you know, because with the green movement um, and people wanting to, you know, mm-hmm. simplify their life or whatever, save energy. I wonder if it could possibly make a, well, maybe a limited, you know, I'm not saying it's to be make a big comeback. But I wonder if people would consider getting something like that and, uh, you know, washing their clothes that way and then wringing it out and just air drying it there. And you can do that. I guess you can do that now. You don't need the wringer. You just put it through a spin cycle. Well, but yeah, I mean, something along those lines. I mean, I know for a fact that we bought our, our washer and dryer within the last, I would guess, like five years. And I remember them, the Lowe's guy giving me a whole education on, you know, how the spin cycle on this thing works and that you don't have to use nearly as much soap. And the type of soap that you do use is like, uh, you know, more earth friendly and stuff. But uh, right. yeah, definitely. I saw a really, really big difference when we got this washing machine because it really does spin the clothes almost to the point where when you take them out, you hardly have to dry them much at all. So well, it definitely probably doesn't use as, probably doesn't use as much water either because you'd yeah, have exactly you'd have to put a bunch of water in there. Yes, and it's you'd have to fill it with a garden hose on all, on all accounts. Yeah, you'd have to fill it with a garden hose, and then you'd have to go. Uh, uh, take it over to the sink and drain it out when you were done. It was on wheels, so you could roll it around. So it's interesting um, though that you say that though, because you know there are there are things I can think of that even in my generation we are kind of trying to go a little bit more green because we realize that some of the stuff just isn't as as efficient or there's just so much waste that's occurring. And for a while there we had we need to do this again actually, um, but for a while there we had a hose hooked up to our washing machine and the gray water is what would water our our lawn. And I guess the only reason we stopped doing that is because I guess my husband got sick and tired of mowing it. <laughs> once he started, <laughs> yeah, once once he started taking on like you know third jobs and stuff, then there just wasn't right. much time, and the kids weren't quite big enough. So, but that's why I say we have to get back into it because now I'll see the kids are big enough to run the lawnmower. So maybe we can have grass again, and we'll just water it with the the gray water. <laughs> well, yeah, and I, you know, and. You know, I guess it's technology that's still around, but, you know, living on the farm, you do, you know, some of your own, uh, well, your own slaughtering. And yeah. we didn't do it so much, but uh, my brother would, uh, he would contact people and raise chickens for him. And then he would, uh, you know, kill them and, and dress them for him. And so I remember going over there once and they, it was, you know, they were uh, 
well, slaughtering the chickens. And they weren't putting so they... cute outfits on them, not that kind of dressing. Mm, no, 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 no. Because no. that's the kind of dressing no. that yeah. I would do, but yeah. Right, no. And, but, you know, so they would, you know, hence the phrase running around mm, yep. like chickens with their heads cut off. Mm -hmm. They do. I can, you know, I can attest to that that they do. But then, you know, once, uh, then they would, you know, uh, they'd have to pluck them. And they, because this is what made me think of it, they had basically what looked like a washing machine with, uh, but instead of the, uh, the agitator in the middle, it had, um, see how that go? I think they took the, the agitator was up, but they had rubber pegs in there mm -hmm. and this would spin round and around. Mm -hmm. So you would throw your chicken in there and it would bounce off these rubber pegs and that's what would take the feathers off them. Wow. And then, <laughs> then you just have to take them out, take the few stragglers and then singe the fine hairs off them. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, so you had a, uh, that's how you processed your, your chickens. Um, I should be making notes. I know, I know more Oops. people like out here in Arizona, and I think uh, another place that's might becoming more quote unquote popular. But uh, more people I know nowadays are raising their own chicks and eggs. You know, they'll right. they'll get chicks and they'll actually grow the chicks, and then they'll grow into chickens who will lay eggs, and then they'll harvest their own eggs. And so right. we don't. We could do that here in our yard. Like we we have the space and the type of climate and everything for it, except for the fact that when we go travel, which we haven't done in a while. But if we were to travel, then that would be kind of a problem. Right. But I know uh, a lot of people that, that do that. And, you know, it's interesting that you th what you mentioned makes me think of the fact that, you know, the kids today, <laughs> they, I, mm. I think that they probably would appreciate their food better if they really know, like, where it came from and how it got onto their table. And I right. I have tried to show my kids some TV shows and stuff, and I've, I've forever ruined a, a sausage for them when I tried to <laughs> show them where puppies come from. But uh, <laughs> being the or... good mom that I am. So, they yeah, they get wigged out by that. But I try to make them understand that they really need to be grateful for the food that they eat and, you know, not take it for granted and that sort of thing. And I just think, you know, more chicken farms, more raising your own chickens and, and having your own eggs and things like that would kind of teach kids that, that sense of responsibility and gratitude. But yeah, I mean, some of the other stuff was like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, we, we'll, we'll go well, and visit a farm, but I'm not willing to slaughter anything myself. Well, oh, yeah, I'll turn and... vegetarian before I have to do that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess if I had to, I would, but yeah, I, I was, I was, I'm not the killing type. Yeah, uh, my grandmother, I was raised by a, a yeah. vegan. Uh, my grandmother was a vegan, so yeah, well, know, it just some, does something to you. I mean, I wasn't ignorant of what was going on and I knew what had to be done. And I guess maybe that's why I tried not to get too attached to the animals mm -hmm. because you know, you know, I tried not to name them. I tried because I knew eventually they were going to end up on a plate mm -hmm. somewhere. So it's kind of hard to sit there and, you know, eat bossy, mm -hmm. you know, uh, like that. So uh, I tried not. I know some people do that, but I just I, you know, yeah, I can't eat some something. I've named. They really get to know their food and they. Yeah. And I, right. I don't, know, I don't know if I could. I can't form that kind of attachment. My yeah. My mother would come home from school on a Friday and find a chicken in the bathtub. Oh, really? Yeah, mm -hmm. because my they were kosher, so my mm -hmm. grandmother would have to go to the rabbi across the street for the slaughter, and mm -hmm. so she could cook it for uh, Sabbath dinner. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, just don't do that when we come to visit, Grandma. We see. Well, we, I know a lot, some people will like to eat lamb, and that was something that we were not not really verboten, I would say, but it was not something that was ever really served in my family because my grandfather grew up in, in an Italian family, and they raised lambs, and he had a pet lamb, and. It ended up on his table one time, and he was just devastated. So, no, never, never well, would we eat lamb. 
Well, and see, we raised sheep, but we didn't eat too much because when I was young, I forget how old I was, maybe five or six, we had uh, some wild dogs got into the herd. Oh. And and the thing about sheep is they they're I'm not real. <laughs> Uh, they're not real smart animals, so uh, when the 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 sheep or the dogs would get them corralled in a corner, and they'd start piling up on top of each other. And the dogs, uh, they tore up a few, but what really killed a lot of them was that they were piled up, and the ones on the bottom basically oh. suffocated to death. Oh my gosh! Uh, they had trampled, huh? Yeah, trampled, suffocated, you know, oh. whatever. Uh, and so, you know us being practical people that we were or that mom and dad were that you know we couldn't let this stuff Don't go to waste, waste so, they, yeah. so they slaughtered a lot of them and a lot of it was old sheep that's mutton yeah, that's the old stuff lamb is the good stuff uh-huh. mutton is the old uh, stuff that's kind of rangy and uh-huh. you know kind of off tasting or whatever and so they had a lot of stuff they put it in the freezer and I guess they got so sick and tired of eating it that oh. I hardly ever ate it uh, oh. on the farm even though we raised it. So, ah, uh, uh, okay. R- riddle me this people. My phone is on. Do not disturb. Why the phone call come through? Who was it? Was it a, a VIP person? No, that happened to you before in the middle of the night. Yeah. Somebody came through. Yeah. Weird. This is my aunt. I told, well, my aunt's 87 years old. I told uh-huh. her not to call cause I will be recording and uh-huh. she's been Skype. She's been like five times already on Skype. <laughs> I I call, I'm like, no, I keep hanging up on her. She and- really needs to get hold of you. Uh, I know what it's about, you know, but <laughs> Is it something it, technical. It, 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 no, it's no oh. big deal. Oh. Um, but I mean, like, why did the, why did the phone ring? And it says oh. missed call and voicemail. Oh, like, well, why is it? If it came through, it's because she called a couple of times and then that let it through. Cause there's a setting. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Let me, let me look Multiple and see if she calls. did. I think it's in the do not disturb section. Yeah. It, it, well, see, it's only showing one time, but it could be. Yeah. Repeated calls. If you have that turned on, a second call from the same person within three yeah. minutes will not be silenced. She, okay. She did because she called at 825 and 827. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I came through. Okay. There we go. Man. <laughs> so you can turn that off. Probably, but then... she'll probably call again. Yeah. <laughs> see, I, I don't have that problem because I don't have people calling me. I'm not antisocial. <laughs> I'm just selectively social. <laughs> Um, well, before we share our birthday presents with you, uh, Mike, yes, so I want to tell you one quick thing. I got a new Apple Watch. Oh yeah. Oh yes, that's How right. Are you liking that's right. it? Did you fall down yet? <laughs> no, yeah, I should try. Maybe tomorrow <laughs> when I'm at the gym, I'll fall because I've done it before. So <laughs> why not? No, uh, you know, I was having a problem with not a problem, but you know, I just noticed the battery batteries, draining a lot yeah. quicker. Batteries and me just don't get along, so the battery is draining quicker. But I couldn't justify. $50 trade-in value for a two-year-old watch. I was like, you know, I'll live with it. Well, then I just happened to notice that for the month of February, Apple is doubling the value. I think it's so because I'm it's hundred. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'm going to get $100 back. So the only caveat is you have to do it online to get that $100 off your credit card. Mm. If you go into the store, you can still do it, but you'll get a $100 gift card. Mm-hmm. To the Apple store. And of course, if there's something that you want to buy, you know you're going to be buying a phone in the future, then mm-hmm. do it. So I did it online. What irritated me about the whole process is I did it last Sunday, and it said, should be ready for pickup in an hour. Okay, great. Never got the email. Monday, I go down there. They go, oh, it's not ready yet. It's oh, still no. in processing. I'm like, what do you mean it's still processing? I said, if I walked in right now and said I want to buy a watch, I'd walk right. out with a watch. Exactly. 
I called Apple. I screamed. I care. I was like, this is ridiculous. I said, this is ridiculous. I mean, it, I, I said, if this was a, a an iMac and I was saying increase, you know, put in more RAM, put in more hard drive, then yeah, I get that that's going to take some time. Yeah. This is take a band, take a botch, right. put it in a box, out the door you go. Well, it turns out that I didn't find out until Tuesday when I called yet again was that I ordered a red band. They didn't mm-hmm. have any in stock. Oh, I was like, really? well, then why did they say on the website that they did and yeah. I could pick it up in an hour? If they had just said, hey, we don't have it in stock. It's going to take two or three days. Fine. Huh. No problem. <laughs> as long as I know I'm good. Yeah. Or if I wanted it right this minute, I could have said, well, then I'll get a different color. Yeah. Like, I mean, just help right. me plan my day here, people. Yeah, yeah. So that really pissed me off. So Wednesday, it finally got in. So I went down and picked it up Wednesday. Thursday, I got the box to return my watch and I recommend doing it this way is is going through Apple the reason being if you sell it privately you might get more money but if you sell it privately you have to give the person the band mm-hmm. and the charger mm-hmm. when you send it back to Apple you, you only send the, the watch body. itself that's all you send wow. back so now I've got an extra charger that's cool I've got yeah so I've gotten three Apple watches over the years I have three chargers now that mm. that ends up making that trade in value a little bit higher then because that exactly. charger alone's like twenty to thirty bucks. Right. And the band is forty nine dollars. Mm-hmm. Now tell me which band did you get? Did you get the kind that wraps around? Is it magnetic or how does it work? No, this is oh, just the a regular red okay. sport band. Because I was curious band. about the other one. It looks like it had some kind of a wrap that, that comes around the back. Yeah, I just got the regular one. Mm-hmm. And this one is it's two mil she's calling again. and i hung up on her again (laughs) i'll call her back when we're done um the face is two millimeters bigger yeah but you think eh you know what a difference yeah i bet there is a difference what a difference yeah even just some of the apps that uh that i looked at they have in the settings you know it shows you the difference between the two faces and there's more features available in a lot of the apps so yeah, yeah I, uh, I told you, I did the math, I, I thought about it, but it's not time yet. It's just not time yet, because I have hand-me-downs well, to, to think of, and that's just my Well, it, mine's two years old, but the battery's still doing well, because uh, um, I get up at, like, you know, 4 o'clock in the morning, I go to bed at, uh, like, 11 o'clock at night, and I'm still at mm, 50% battery, mm-hmm. Um uh, and then one night I forgot to put it on the charger and it went all, so it went basically 24 hours mm-hmm. and I wasn't doing a lot that day. It was a day I wasn't at work. So it was still at like 79% the next day. So my battery, uh, the battery's not a problem, but, and I don't think I'm going to get one for a while yet because this one, I tried to put a, uh, case on it mm-hmm. and I had troubles charging it. It just seemed like it wouldn't, I'd put it on the stand to and charge contact and with it. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. kind of prop. So I took it off so it would charge. But yeah, then the problem ended up being so I have uh, some scratches on here and it's cracked in the corner. Yeah, so, that's uh, not going to net you a, a trade in, unfortunately. No, yeah. no. Yeah. And, you know, as long as as long as it's beat up and it's still functioning, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to keep wearing it because why buy a new one and subject yeah. it to the same thing? And Because you still uh, got to fork and, out the money. I mean, it's not like it's on yeah. sale. <laughs> No, now, if they right. had a sale, and, then I might consider it. And I, ha- it, 
you know, and I we should have Mark Greentree back on the show here so he could mock me because when the Apple Watch first came out, he was talking about how great it was, and I was irritated because there was this app on your phone that you couldn't get rid of, mm-hmm. and uh, and I said, who would want an Apple Watch? Now I use it all the time, and mm-hmm. at work it's it's especially nice because you know an email or a text message you can come in, I just raise my hand, look at it quick, I use you know, like mine a whole so second. Much more than I ever thought I would. I thought it yeah. was a luxury item, and I thought it was mm-hmm. just super superfluous and this just extra add-on i thought it was silly and stupid and the only reason i ever really got one is because more and more people were getting them on them i thought oh i better get one for work in case you know clients started asking me questions and and that did eventually happen so it you know i needed to have one so that i could do that kind of stuff but now it's like i've surpassed that you know now i sometimes <laughs> would rather people get them like i i wish i wish you know we had we could afford enough that both my kids could have them because oh my god they just they don't know what time it is and I, yeah, right. I just would love to be able to tell them to set a timer. Now, Keegan does have one. He has like a, a knockoff of a Fitbit, and it, but it does. It gives him the time and it tells him the date, So, and he can track his steps and things like that. But I would like something that they could set alarms and reminders and, and just things like that because that – talk about ADD or ADHD. I mean that is just such a wonderful tool for that sort of thing because it really helps me try to track both the kids because I'm trying to – you know, I, I deal with that stuff myself and – boy having these timers and i've got a medication nagging reminder that's going off right now every couple of minutes <laughs> so it keeps me on my toes that's for sure okay so why don't we do the yeah, uh let's do like birthday skips so i can i can call my aunt back yeah <laughs> okay yep. you have a couple so, so maybe we could alternate yeah I'll or should do, we let mike I'll... go first should we let mike i've go got first? The, i've got two i've got two sets of two because two they're two. the same Okay. The same. So I'll do two, okay. and then Melissa, you do yours. Okay. Okay. So for Mike, um, come back here, and I'll put this in the show notes in a second, Mike, because I didn't want you to okay. skip. <laughs> the first one is called the Heel Gen Back Massage Gaming Chair with Footrest Computer Video Game Racing Chair, <laughs> uh, Gamer Chair High Back Reclining Executive oh, Ergonomic Dex Office Chair with Headrest Lumbar Support Cushion. I'm exhausted. This children okay, is what 100... you call keyword stuffing. <laughs> so let me put that in for him. I think I'm not even gonna. Yeah, you you, you sold me already. I'll take it. You're a uh, massager and gaming. <laughs> well, yeah, I can come home from work and shoot some things, and oh yeah, this thing is. <laughs> oh, it looks. Oh man, it looks like a race uh, racing seat. Uh-huh. Yep. So I thought. You know, it's $180, comes in different colors, and it's supposed to massage your back. You know, you can use it to massage your back. You can use it as your office chair. You can use it for your gaming chair. You can remove those pieces that are the massager, like the lumbar support and the neck support. You know, so if those aren't comfortable or... Yep, so... I'm trying to figure it out. It says something about a USB interface. Mm -hmm. What is it? You plug in... Oh, the charge up stuff or hmm. I'm confused. S- yeah, in one of the pictures it says power bank USB interface, then it has adapter, etc. Notebook USB interface. Vibration massage without switch. Plug in the USB interface to enjoy. Yeah, that's what's little... confusing. No, it must be it must be some sort of adapter. Yeah. Must be. Uh but uh no yeah, I mean at some point uh <laughs> We always talk about something massaging on the show. It's all my fault. (laughs) 
oh no, my back yells at me a lot. So, oh yeah, it's got the uh, for your uh, feet or your legs or whatever. To, oh yeah, that's uh, now the only thing is though. You can do your manscaping in it. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to get. I wonder if they smell sell a smaller version for Molly to sit in because she's got to be able to sit beside me. Aww. That's that's the one reason Imagine why Molly uh, chair. See if uh, she there. See if I. Uh, Every once in a while, I no. hear her caller. I haven't heard it today. Yeah, she's upstairs. I don't know. Uh, so I'm trying to show these guys my gaming chair oh, yeah, back there. I see that. Well, I've got. But that's I've Molly's two, chair. Uh, I take it. Well, no. I mean, when I sit there, I've got two ottomans in front of it. So then I lay there with my uh, my feet up, and then Molly will crawl in there and lay uh, in between my legs mm-hmm. and just put her head on my. Uh, on my leg and mm-hmm. and sleep there while I'm playing games. So you know she's gotta. We'll have to have something so she can sit beside me. We, we don't want her to feel uh, a sidecar. Uh, yeah. Yep. There we go. A chair <laughs> with a sidecar. Well, maybe you'll have more room on this one. This one's called the X Rocker Pro Series 2.1, vibrating black leather foldable foldable video gaming chair with pedestal base and headrest. Ooh, that looks nice. And has high tech audio and wireless capacity, ergonomic back support. So this is the all-encompassing video game experience. It, yes. The chair will vibrate, and you can listen to the speakers in your head. And so well, this is your tractor chair. All you need yeah, is a VR yeah. headset. This one's two hundred sixteen dollars. You put the uh, the uh, steering wheel on there mm-hmm. and the pedals, and and the chair I got back here isn't X Rocker, but it's not that fancy. It does have the built-in speakers. It does have Bluetooth and an input jack. So I can have sound go to it. But the problem is the chair is over here. The TV's over here. I don't want to run a cord that far to yeah. plug it in. That's a bit problematic. But, yeah, at some point. But, yeah, that is basically, well, this is the better version of what I got. But this is uh, basically what I have over there because mine does fold. Uh, and it does do all this stuff. But it doesn't have the massage and it doesn't have uh, uh, all the other uh, stuff in it. So, but uh, yeah, I, I both of those are good. So, um, okay, Melissa, lay it on us. What do you <laughs> yes, have? Yes, lay it on them. Mine isn't as as creative, but <laughs> I picked this one because it came in at fifty eight dollars and seventy nine cents, <laughs> and this is to light up your room while you're getting the massage. <laughs> it's oh a, boy! It's a four pack of dual mode LED light bulbs, available at your local Home Depot. They're, uh, let's see, they're non-dimmable blue laser and bright white dual mode LED light bulbs. They're not red, but then that'd no, they're be not, a red light they're district. They're not red, but so, they're they're no. LED, so that's where I was going oh, with okay. that. <laughs> okay. Oh, now that they finally came. Oh, like that. Because I was thinking, uh, I've got some, uh, we bought them to put under the cabinets. They're little round, uh, they're about the size of a, a votive candle, but they're only like, you know, mm-hmm. half inch thick or something. And we, I got them to put upstairs under the counter, light them up, but Deb didn't like that. So I got them down here. I'm trying to think, where could I put them so I could have light? I don't know. Maybe that's yeah. why I kind of want something with a hutch. If I ever get a desk with a, a hutch on it that will work the way I want, I can put them on the inside there and have light in well, this there. One, this light one will work really well on your type of ceilings because there's a picture that shows if you flip the switch, you can have the just regular lighting. But if you flip, flip the switch again, you can have laser projection and have oh, stars boy. on your ceiling. I see stars sometimes, but that's <laughs> when I just get up too quick. But um, So it's blue laser and... projection or just general soft white lighting. Okay, well, that sounds cool. And um, just so that I would have a pick, if I was to buy this for myself, um, again, we 
uh, I've been talking a lot about farm and stuff on here, and I put it in in the uh, show notes, and I'll put a link to it in. Uh, and I think this may be the cover art for the uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah um, it's a, a cow canvas wall painting, but <laughs> it's actually a nice looking one. It's a uh, um, like I say, go to the show notes and look. But uh, a cow, a cow's behind a barbed wire fence as the sun's coming up, and that one came in at fifty nine dollars. But by the time I apply my uh, reward points, it would be about fifty seven. So we're in the range there. We're mm -hmm. just about at fifty eight dollars. But I, I got, and I actually wouldn't mind getting that and putting it up uh, somewhere in here because it's kind of nice. Being a reformed farmer, it's nice to see cows on the right side of the fence. Sometimes they would get out and be on the wrong side. That was like my worst nightmare. But just seeing them staying contently behind barbed wire uh, makes me happy. So, mm, at least you said good. <laughs> well, this yes. I got you another set of gifts that are in the $58 price range. Uh, okay. Because yeah, that's how I am. Um, this is called $58 Sausage Gift Box. By Stoney's Sausage Shop. And it, uh, to be honest, it looks totally disgusting. <laughs> um, it has three 12-ounce packages of summer sausages. Potential flavors are original jalapeno and cheese, teriyaki. It has two 7-ounce exotic summer sausage flavors, elk, bison, venison. It has cheese sticks, green onions, smoked cheddar, um, it's got some snack sticks, original teriyaki, barbecue, sweet and sassy, jalapeno. Gift box, the flavors in the gift boxes are random. <laughs> just make sure you're eating that Ooh. while you're looking at that picture. <laughs> I'm just like, that... oh. So we've gone from manscaping to sausages. Awesome. <laughs> and then there's one more for $58.95. Okay. okay. From So because they you know it's your choice. I'm letting you pick which chair mm -hmm. and then what to eat so that you While can have the, the right chair, chair to get sick in. Uh, you know? Looking at the picture. Yeah. Dan well, the Sausage out. Man's Northwest Necessities Gourmet Gift Basket featuring smoked salmon pate, oh, that smoked good. summer sausages, sockeye salmon, and Wisconsin cheese. Oh, yeah. Another thing that looks really gross. Oh, well, that one <laughs> um, sounds good to me. I like the fish. Oh, and I don't like any of this stuff. I mean, it's no. gotten. Oh, uh, it's not yeah. my not my thing. Yeah. But okay, if you like sausage, uh, yeah, I'm I'm a flatlander. Has... Don't give me none uh -huh. of them fish things. So. <laughs> well, this has summer sausage, red um, roasted garlic, red pepper, summer sausage, sea bear, sockeye salmon, salmon pate. Wisconsin cheddar cheese, Swiss cheese, Anna's pantry peanuts, chocolate truffles, water crackers, and of course, Dan's sweet hot mustard. And he mm. was the 2018 U.S. Small Business of the Year for Washington. Mm -hmm. mm, okay. Well, yeah, th that first one, I, and I don't know how I feel about elk and that kind of stuff. Not a big game <laughs> eater here either. But um, the sausage sounds a lot better than that. That fish stuff because uh uh again as long as i'm being birthday, Lisa. <laughs> there you go well as long as you know because this has been about me being an old fart today um i think the reason why i don't like fish that much is because we'd have a, a truck that would come around on the farm and deliver frozen fish um uh, and so mom would get it and you know there'd be tiny little bones in it well i'm oh, a kid yeah, i'm eating this yeah. stuff and the bones would go down your throat so i just uh, developed this aversion uh -huh to fish based on that. Now yeah. I realize it's That's not all that bad, but, yeah. but yeah. Well, so nowadays, like I say, I grew up the, with nowadays steak. they blast those out and there's not hardly any bones in them. 
Yeah, but like I say, once you know you establish something, it's mm-hmm. hard to go back and change yeah. it again. I so. can't eat tapioca pudding, so you can oh. use your imagination as to why. Oh, that's oh, that's just <laughs> what kind of pudding? Tapioca. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, My father gets that in restaurants, puts whipped cream on it, oh. uh, or cottage cheese. Ugh. Just oh, I like, too much, like, oh, that I like, that I eat every day with my salad. Yeah, looks like too much. Like when it comes, what it looks like when it comes back out. <laughs> <laughs> On that oh. note, yeah, Mike where, Mike, where can we find you? <laughs> yeah, if you do want to hear more of my ramblings. Um, you can find me on Twitter at DSC Tripman. And if you want the all encompassing place that has all my stuff on it, you can go to my webpage uh, at Mike McPeak. That's M C P E E K dot com. And it's got links to everything there. And like I say, go check out my latest episode of uh, Bard on the Plains called Time Standstill, where I talk about, you know, getting older and uh, February birthdays and uh, things like that. Um, and. And just and I'll have another episode as soon as I get off my lazy butt and get it composed here, uh, coming out about farms and that kind of stuff. But go check that out there. Oh, uh, Alisa, <laughs> where can people find? Oh, it's off to me now. Alisa, where can people find you? You're used to going last. That's why. Yes, I am. Just uh, on Twitter, I am at Sensei Dai, and you can also find me at threegeekyladies.com with the number three spelled out, which is the website I do with Suze Gilbert and Vicky Stokes. Um, and Melissa, uh, where can people find out about you? You can find me online all over at The Mac Mommy, or you can go to my website, themacmommy.com. And since we've done you two already, I don't have to do myself again. You confuse yeah. me. This is don't screw it up. It's uh, confusing by my so anyway. It's old age. So old yes. age. We'll go with that. So <laughs> and if you want to find out more about the show, head over to geekiestshowever.com. Reviews and comments and iTunes are always welcome. And we thank everyone who does that. We hope you've enjoyed the show as much as we have. And don't forget between now and next week, the hug a geek. And pull Mike's ears fifty-eight times. Oh, God, no. <laughs> you, when you say that, for some reason, I thought there, uh, we don't get too many people like this around South Dakota, but there was a guy that worked in Walmart that put those gauges in his ears. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. And started to make, well, he did it in his nose, too. Uh-huh. And so I was standing in line one day and I looked sideways and I was looking through his nose. Right. And I'm going, yeah. this is not. No, well, what no. about the ones that put something in their ears so the hole in their ear is like yeah. this? Yeah, that's what he's talking yeah, about. You, I mean, you grow... Shane got his ear pierced when he was in fifth grade. So that was, what, about 10 years old or so? Hmm. And he didn't have it in very long. Mm-hmm. He's 32, and if I put my fingers in front and back of his earlobe, I can still feel that little channel. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have that, you too. Know, even, though, even though it closed. Mm-hmm. But I always think, if you put that huge hole like this... Oh, where I can never... stick two fingers, so it's never gonna it's never gonna close. Oh, right? no. no, like why? I think, I think that uh, it's I don't know. It's something that they learn from. There's there's cultures that do that, and there's reasons yeah. for why they why they do that. It's some kind of a. But this right isn't a, a cultural thing. right? Yeah, I know. No, it's more of a fashion it's a, thing. Mm-hmm. I want to stand out thing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you're standing out, all right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I and don't around know. and through. Because I know I've seen pictures.